Hey there, it's Jason. Welcome to the Jason Wright Show, where the mission is very simple. It is to improve always in all ways. Look, I am on a mission to create the absolute best version of myself. And through the Jason Wright Show, I let you know everything I'm doing to make that happen. I interview incredible, remarkable, brilliant individuals from all different walks of life. And I also try to bring you tools, tactics, and protocols that will help you in your own personal mission to improve always in all ways. Now, let's get started. Title this. Uh, I'm going to be as crass and I can't as, wait as possible. Size does matter. <laughs> um, I can't. So, all right, we're going to be talking about girth. I guess is the yeah. And we're talking about penile girth. And you and your lovely wife have basically you've been in this practice for a while, and now you're you're growing it and you're seeing a great response. But I'm just curious, and I know this audience is, and I, I wanted to say to all the guys out there that. This is something that, hey, you know, it's a safe space. We're in the, we're, right. the, we're the tree. This is something that you don't get to talk about that often. And so I want to cover the things that any dude like this guy would have uh, is questions about. Does it hurt? Is it for, you know, who's it for? What are, are there age restrictions? But let's just get to kind of the nature of your practice. Give us an overview. And then let's just dive into some actual specifics on the procedures that you guys yeah. are performing. Yeah, so short, you know, I've been a urologist for almost 18, 19 years here in Tyler and, and do primary male and female reconstructive surgery is kind of my niche. Now, all of us in urology, kidney stones are, are abounding everywhere. So we all kind of have to do kidney stones and enlarged prostate or BPH. But then as you go into urology for a while, you start kind of have your own little niche. And mine has always been into male and female sexual medicine reconstructive surgery. So uh, erectile dysfunction, uh, low testosterone in guys, uh, penile implants, and then also getting into, you know, uh, what we call vault prolapse with women. So their bladders are falling, cystocele, or they, they leak urine when they cough and sneeze. So I'm, I'm kind of in that niche now. But what I found over the last few years was there's this kind of gap in, you know, women are, are you know, they, they, they make their butts bigger. They make their butts smaller. They, they inject their faces with Botox and Juvederm and Versa. They get all this facial plastic cosmetic surgery. They get all this stuff done. The breasts are bigger. The breasts lifted. The breasts decrease in size. Man, we have one thing. We have one thing we're focused on from the day we're born is toddlers, middle school, grown up is the penis. That's all we have. Mm -hmm. And there's this group of people that may be a little anxious about the size of their penis. And then there's another group of guys who just, they just, they just want to increase the size of it. They just want to, they right. just think it's cool and fun. <laughs> and so there's a guy in Miami, Florida named Paul Prito, who thought about this many, many years before me. I mean, we're talking like 10 years ago or more, who came up with this idea of penile girth enhancement. How could you actually make the penis you know, larger, do it safely and effectively. Now there'd been some off label stuff like silicone injections, but just like in breasts, there's a lot of side effects with, with silicone injection. A guy died in Germany a few weeks ago from a silicone penile girth enhancement. Oh, wow. True story. And so, and then they came up with these silicone permanent implants where there's 
these surgical procedures that you pick the size, you put this silicone graft in. But one, there's been one trademark violation with it already. And the original one, I think that's under lawsuit right now because of the, n- the number of complications. The thing with Eurofill, which is what Dr. Perito Mammy came up with, is it's using hyaluronic acid. It's Juvederm. It's versus the same thing that beauticians and plastic surgeons, dermatologists, cosmetic, cosmetic, cosmetic surgeons have been using in, in women's faces for years now, you know, decades. And hyaluronic acid is a natural substance in our body. It's not foreign. It's not silicone. We make hyaluronic acid. We just run out of it as we get older, especially in the face. That's why you get the wrinkles and whatnot and the, and the, the sinking of the skin, if you will. So all Perito did was take that and kind of go, aha, I've got an idea. Can we inject that into the penis and give a girth? But if we do it, how can we do it? Or is there a way to do it where you don't have to repeat it every four months or six months? And he developed a patented procedure. It took him eight years to figure it out. And so I had gone down there to learn some specialized techniques in penile prosthesis to develop some skills in my, in my wheelhouse that he had developed on how to do a penile implant for erectile dysfunction, who has failed Viagra cells, how to perform that procedure quicker. And in one of those meetings, he mentioned this urophil. And I was like, oh, come on. You know, no one's ever really going to do that. But the more I thought about it over the next year or so, I was like, okay, this makes sense. We were at a sexual medicine society meeting one time, having a cocktail, he and I were, and he brought it back up again. I said, you know, I think that makes sense now. I think the market is, I think we're a little bit ahead of the market, but I think this is the time to jump in and do it. And we have started that, my wife and I, and we're amazed that we're right. There's that many people who really want to do this cosmetic penile girth enhancement. And so we started it back in January of this year and moving forward. It's been great. So, you know, one of the things that we talked about last time when we were talking about erectile dysfunction that I think a lot of people take for granted is, and you mentioned it kind of when we started there, is the confidence and just how men, they do obsess over yeah. this, this one, uh, you know, part of the anatomy that, um, and it has, is a confidence builder. So is there a, have you seen that there's kind of a um, prototypical patient at this point? Is it older gentlemen? Because I, that's another thing too, that. Um, talking to Michelle before you came in, who's your, you know, your partner in this and your, your spouse that, you know, look, let's face it. Like you mentioned, all of our bodies sag in all different places. Right. So is it mostly, is it older patients that are coming in? And then also, I know one of the things we talked about too last time is that the men are having a lot of success with it and they like what's going on, but also their spouses seem to be <laughs> right. liking the work you're doing. So is there kind of a prototype of a patient that you've, you're starting to see, or is it just kind of across the board? It's, it's funny you mention that. It's kind of all over the place, across the board. So, yeah, I see guys with erectile dysfunction in my, in my primary urology practice, because everything we do with cosmetic urofil is outside of my primary urology. It's completely our own company called Elite Enhancement of East Texas. Um, and I'll see some guy with erectile dysfunction, and as they're focused on that, they may also say something about their, the girth or they pop off and say something or have you heard about this? Or they may not bring it up and I kind of bring it up. We're talking about erectile dysfunction and I kind of casually, you know, bring it up at a, at a, at a normal meeting. But most of the business we get are, are, are clients or future clients that literally are Googling this information like out of just like, does this really exist? Or I heard about that or I saw a billboard or, or something. And so they go and Google and they're like, 
oh my God, this this procedure really does exist. They're looking for it mm-hmm. out of just thinking about it. Does it really exist? And they find us on the web and find us. As far as an age specific, no. We've had guys in their late twenties. We've had guys in their early seventies. Wow. Um, we had this one couple that 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 found us, and uh, I won't mention the name, of course, state, but. Uh, they've got several grandchildren now and they kind of popped off and said, you know, we love our grandkids. We give them a lot of money. We do great things for them, but we want to do something for ourselves. We want to travel and we found about this penile enhancement therapy and we kind of want to try it out. And we're like, it's a dude, 70 something years old, you know? So we get all age brackets to wow. do this. Yeah. I got, I got, you know, glory in the dude's spunk. I hope that I can still, you know, <laughs> take care of business to, to the degree that I would want to have something like that done when I'm that age. I mean, yeah. seriously, that's because I'm all into longevity and everything, just like you are. I'm like, dude, if I can still crush it in my seventies, that's, that's pretty awesome. Right. All right. So I'm going to ask some of the typical, you know, just someone who's completely ignorant to all this, uh, questions. All right. Sensation. Does it feel any different? Actually, a lot of people say it feels better. Really? Yeah. I don't know if the hyaluronic acid just increases the, uh, the location of the nerves. If it builds up new nerves, because all you're doing is increasing the, you know, you're not really producing tissue, you're just expanding the tissue. Mm-hmm. So a lot of guys say the sensation's better. Okay. And as far as how it looks, does it, does it change to like, I mean. Oh, it looks better. <laughs> yeah. So smoother, I guess. The, it kind of fills the wrinkles. And- yeah. That's so, you know, if you're a young guy, you're just making it, you know, girthier. Remember, this is not really a penile lengthening procedure. Yep. You get lengthened as much as there's weight added, but it's really the girth, which is the most important thing. Everyone's focused on the length of the penis, but it's really the the width of it that the woman feels or the partner feels the most of is the width, not the length. The most sensation in the in the vagina is actually the first two centimeters in at the opening into the walls. So length really doesn't add much sensation to the woman. So it's the girth. But a lot of these older gentlemen, like everything, we like you said, we kind of sag and everything in body gets wrinkled Mm -hmm. and when you place this hyaluronic acid it completely smooths out i mean these guys are 67 70 years old they look like they have a a big 20 year old penis i hate to say that but i know but i mean that's that's the thing yeah (laughs) listener you just got to be open-minded on this there's no way to talk about this stuff delicately you know it's kind of funny because you know you think about these guys that show up in these ads for like um hormone replacement therapy and it's like their head looks old and their body looks like this young yeah they're jacked up now they can take it all the way down (laughs) to the nether regions well done all right so the next thing i gotta ask is does it hurt like whenever you're getting the procedure and i'm because i gotta i mean i guess you're going in with needles so kind of what does that look like what's the procedure so yeah that's a good question so you know if a guy's a little squeamish and you say well wouldn't everyone be you'd be surprised we might put a little Imola cream, which is just a topical cream, but most guys, we don't have to. We take a little, and I really can't describe the de- the, the procedure in detail, right? Because it'd be a non-disclosure. Sure. Right? I mean, I can't, you know, spill the beans and tell you why you should come see me to do this. But the technique that Pareto came up with is we do inject some, like a local anesthetic, a little lidocaine just underneath the skin. And then we add more anesthetic in the in, and do the patented procedure. So... Yeah, there's a little bit of needle stick, but not what you would think. Not what you think there would be. Okay. And does this... It doesn't... It, I'll be honest with you, it doesn't hurt. It really doesn't Really? Hurt. No, it doesn't okay. hurt. So you get the procedure, you've added some girth. How long before you're back in action? 72 hours. Get out of here. Yeah. So we put a dressing on there. We inject, you know, four, six, or eight syringes at a time. That's the most we inject. 
For several reasons. One, if you start injecting too much, the guy gets bruised up. Mm -hmm. And as you're doing this, you start losing where you've injected. You don't want these guys. They may bruise a little bit, but you don't want to be, you know, they're black and blue and they walk out. That's not what we do. Plus, it's a scaffolding technique, if you will. You can't just put all the hyaluronic acid and get what they want at one time. Okay. It's a technique in order to let the HA or hyaluronic acid kind of settle down. So if you think about a clock face... There are certain areas that we inject at certain times every two weeks. But we, every time we inject, we always tell no intercourse for three, for three days. I mean, think about it. We put needles in the penis. I really don't want yeah. bacteria, you know, getting underneath the skin. Right. You know? Okay. So you, so you say every two weeks. So from the first time I come see you mm -hmm. to have my first procedure, when am I completely done? How long is the process? Now, that's a magic question. So we do it every two weeks for like the reason I said is let the HA settle if there's any bruising. And we come back and we model, if there's any, you know, unevenness, we model that out and re-inject every two weeks. The question is, how much girth do you want? Okay. That's how often you come in. I mean, some guys, you know, say, hey, I, I want, because we have a chart, let me put it that way. We, we have a chart that shows this is what your penile girth, you know, is right now. Mm -hmm. Then the chart says, that's where you are. If you want a one inch in diameter or two inches or 2.5 or whatever you want, then you draw the two sector, you know, you, you draw the lines and you come to a box that was within four to six units, pretty accurate. And then based upon that is what we decide on, on giving you. So if you want X amount of girth and you start off with this, whatever size it is, you know, it may say, Hey, you might need 14 to 18 syringes. Well, you get 14. You're like, you know, I'm good. I'm done. Partner loves it. I'm mm -hmm. done. They may come back in six weeks or six months or a year and change their mind. Some guys, they want. They know they're going to take thirty some odd units. Wow. They want to go from three inches to six and a half inches in diameter. Oh, good lord. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I, I, we can make you a Red Bull can. I can make you a Coca Cola can. It's whatever you want to be. Oh my. God. You know, and, and what's funny is though. See, it, it's so funny because this the the partners get involved in this. Yeah. They can be in the room. When we do it sometimes. They are sometimes not. But we Facetime all these guys. Uh, free of charge. That's part of uh, about a, every time, about seven days after we do it, mm -hmm. to see where they are. They got a little bit of bruising. You see where they got some concerns, a little lumpiness here. What are we going to do next time? What are you thinking? And you can change it within thirty seconds before we start injecting the next visit. But I like to have an idea. What do you like? What does your partner think? What are we thinking? What are we going to inject next? And it's hilarious that the the the, the partner or spouse whatever. <laughs> will be intimately involved. Like if it's a FaceTime, you know, they'll take the camera and go, well, this is what I think here. This looks good. What do you think? And they start taking on the guys like, hey, what, this is my body. You know, wow. that's what's exciting is that the partner starts to get involved and they get excited. And there's what kind of between my wife and me and, 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 the, and the client and the partner kind of jointly decide, you know, you've, you've had enough right now. Let, you, know, you might want more. Let's, you, let, you get a little bit of swelling. Let, let's let that settle down or do you want more or think about it, you know? And so it becomes this group kind of decision. It, it's really fun. It really is. <laughs> it's wow. crazy, but it's fun. That is, that's, that's funny. Well, nothing brings a couple together, but like deciding the size of their, of a penis. The, of a penis. Yeah. yeah. But so, but the, we, you know, the girth depends on what you want. Yeah. You can start, stop whenever you want to. Okay. So what would be the difference? Okay. Like, it, cause I know you, you, done both if what makes me a candidate for girth versus like an implant or and i know like i guess a pump is just a cure for the ed for right? ed right so that's right. really not has anything to do with no. girth or size but like implant versus girth 
What's the difference? Why would I decide one over the other? I mean, for, like you said, if you have erectile dysfunction, you've tried Viagra, Cialis, uh, an external vacuum erect device, Trimix or Cabrajet, penile injections, which give you, you know, it's, it's a medicine to give you an erection. If you've tried and failed those, then you might consider a surgical implant, a, a, what we call a three-piece penile implant, okay. where there's two cylinders, a reservoir of water, and a, and a bulb or a, a, an inflate device, if you will. But that is straightly for mechanics. That is to give you an erection. Okay. doesn't change sensation. doesn't make you have an orgasm. It's just Viagra doesn't work. I need something else to give me an erection. That's a surgical implant I do. But urophil, this cosmetic hyaluronic acid, is just for play. It's, it has nothing to do with erections. It might make the sensation better, but it's not going to give you a better erection. It's going to give you a cosmetically bigger erection, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. So it doesn't solve ED. It just is more playful. Okay, so another thing, again, just kind of an ignorant layperson question. We've seen the old videos of rock stars where you'd see this look like, what in the heck did Robert Plant stuff in his pants before that concert? Because you're adding this kind of girth, and like you said, man, yeah. even a Red Bull can for crying out yeah. loud, much less Coca-Cola can. Am I gonna if I wear tight jeans? Am I gonna? Is it gonna be like firm, or is it gonna still be you know when I'm not erect? What, what's what's the situation? It's just gonna like? look bigger, and it's just okay. gonna look like you're more well endowed. I mean, okay. you know, if God didn't give you at birth, I'll give you the girth. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's not my line. Someone just told that to me today it in the text message. Though. Yeah, so, I was asking wow. guys today to give me some some one liners, and this one friend of mine, I, I don't know if I should mention his name or not, but he just pounded like 10 or 15 one after another it's like okay dude those are pretty good um but yeah yeah if you tighten pants on yeah depending on how much girth you know we give you yeah it's gonna show wow you know that's crazy all right so now i know that the procedure takes a while and like we talked about earlier uh prado did i say his name right the Perito. Perito. Paul Perito, yeah okay, Paul Perito. so his process he came up with it lasts longer than say just a botox injection or whatever right. so but at some point there's probably going to have to be some maintenance what does the ongoing maintenance look like for the procedure yeah so i'll tell you what earlier so everybody has hyaluronic acid but everybody also has hyaluronidase mm -hmm. so you also have an enzyme that breaks ha down as it gets old and then you replenish it but that process like i said as you get older favors more of the breakdown the hyaluronidase mm -hmm. Without exposing the, the technique, it, it is the patented technique on how you inject technically and where you inject. There's an, there's an anatomical difference in the layers of the penis compared to the face. Let okay. me put it that way. That beautician, cosmetologist, esthetician, maybe even plastic surgeon, dermatologist don't really think about in the face when they inject Juvederm or Versa or any HA versus the penis is very selective. It's very interesting anatomy as urologists that we understand of how to inject, but where to inject. That's the key that nobody else understands. And it protects the hyaluronidase from eating away that HA. That's, that's why it stays there for so long. You don't have to repeat this every six months. Now, that being said, at the base of the penis where it joins up to your body, mm -hmm. this anatomical variance of the penis disappears and more likely represents the tissue and the fascial planes of the face. So most people have to have maintenance is at the base of the penis. They get a little bit of an hourglass deformity there. Mm -hmm. So that's where most guys have to come back and get a touch up there. So they don't have that kind of a hinge defect Yeah, is what we call it. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So now that we know some of the technicalities yeah. of it or whatever, 
there's somebody out there listening and they're like, huh, there's kind of a weird thing to, to hear and explore, but maybe I do want to go have a visit with Clay and Michelle. They work in, walk into your office for the first time. How does that conversation go? What are some of the questions that you ask to qualify someone that might be thinking about this procedure? Yeah. Great question. Let me, let me go backwards. Most of those conversations actually go by text messaging or phone calls with my wife. So, you know, like I said, my wife and I started the company, Michelle, and I, she's a, has a BSN RM. And we started this company as we're about three or four years ago thinking about it when we learned about it. And then as we're becoming empty nesters, we actually have the time and availability to really do this on the side. That's how it kind of started with the company Elite Enhancement of East Texas. She does all the phone calls. I mean, obviously, I'm at work doing primary urology. So she has the business phone number that's separate with text messages. So, so people find her and contact her. And she does probably 90, 95% of the consultation before I even come home. Like, I'll come home and she goes, hey, we have two clients. I'm like, really? I'm like, I don't know why you don't just run the company by yourself. I mean, literally, she answers all the questions and fills most of the conversation. So... We don't have many people who actually come in for consultation to ask about it. Like most of that has already been done with the client and my wife. There are a few that come in and sit down and just want to talk about it. You know, there's a consultation fee of $100, um, which is applied to the, the service if you, you know, want to do it. But we really don't have that happen very often, that people just walk in and talk about it. They, they find us, and the conversation is done by the phone. Wow. Yeah. So... All right. So one of my other questions that is, I mean, right now we've got a world of just in, in this department where, you know, the whole sex change operations are probably, I got to believe there's more of those happening now than ever. Uh, is this something that you would have to, that you might see somebody come to you that had had, had a complete reconstruction and they say, hey, now I want you to kind of finish things off. Have you ever to deal with that? Or, and is that something that- You mean like someone had a knockoff version of this? Exactly. Or, yeah. yeah. And they're trying to they're trying to fix what's been done before because this sounds like a really advanced uh, yeah. procedure. Well, there are a lot of silicone disasters. I mean, that's the one because you can't really mold it. You can in the first you know day or so. Silicone then sets up, and when it sets up, it, it will form nodules, what we call granulomas, or it'll be like a like a like a pearl necklace that there'll be beads in there, and you can't get that out. Oh wow! So we get that all the time that we have to try to inject this hyaluronic acid in and around those beads. It's very difficult to do. What we can to to fill in the gaps and then add a, a layer of cushion above it. So we get those disasters. Then there are those people that do try to do this with hyaluronic acid, like we do. But they don't really understand the plane and the fascial anatomy. Remember, yes, when you smile, the face moves, there's wrinkles, the lips go up, the mouth goes up. You know, we smile, our cheeks go up, but not to the same degree as the penis. I mean, you're going from a flaccid, non-erect state mm -hmm. to a very firm, erect state. There's a lot of dynamics going from a non-erect penis to an erect penis. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't inject right, then... You might look decent in the non-erect, but then when you get an erection, you're like, you got these hourglass deformities and all this stuff. And so we see so much uh, disasters and poor cosmetic on people who even try to do it the right way. They just weren't properly trained. And I don't think I can name any of those, those other knockoff sure. brands. They're, they're all over the country. There's several in Dallas. But let's just say they sound like Urofil. They kind of look like Urofil if you see the word. 
but it's not Eurofill. They don't have the trademark patented technique. All right. So now let's talk about what are the downsides? Are there any major side effects that you have to worry about or what could go wrong? Kind of what's, what's worst case scenario? So I mentioned one earlier. So if you have sex, you know, in the first three days, you run the risk of getting some of those, you know, those needle sticks get infected, mm -hmm. you know, and we can fix that it happens, but you know, we try to, you know, put the fear of God in these guys, you know, you're doing this. Don't, you know, don't mess this, mess right. this up. That's really it. There's okay. been no reported side effects of, of injected hyaluronic acid for penile cosmetic girth enhancement. Not one. Not with hyaluronic acid. And I mentioned a while ago about silicone. That's a disaster. Poor cosmetic. It can, it can embolize like that poor guy in Germany. I mean, so there are side effects of silicone. And if you do a silicone surgical implant, which is like I said, a silicone sheath, and mm -hmm. I won't mention the name, but you can Google it. It's an incision you make in around the penis and you slide this permanent sheath in. Well, one side effect of that is once you choose the size, you just went through surgery and you just had it. You can't decrease or increase it without having surgery again. Ugh. But some of those sheaths will migrate and move or instead of being wrapped around the penis, they actually kind of spread open like wings. Mm -hmm. And it, you can imagine what it does to the penis. It cosmetically looks like a disaster. Ugh. Wow. Uh, all right, so now one of my questions just popped in my mind is, okay, if I'm adding this girth, what does it do the, to the urethra, the actual Nothing. opening? Nothing. Nothing at all. Make it tighter no, so no, I don't feel any different. No, no. We, we, we're well away from that. We, don't, we avoid that like the plague. Okay. All right. And no. And so how long has this been happening so that we could look at like case studies? Like does it, there, I guess there's, obviously you wouldn't do it. There's no toxicity to the rest of the body. No, in, no, no, not at all. Anything like mm -hmm. that. Okay. All right. And so, Wow. This is um, this is one of the oddest things. I mean, there's so many questions that I want to ask. Know, there's, right? there's no way to ask it. You know, have you ever told anybody, "Hey, dude, that's why that's too much"? I mean, I guess there's some of the obvious questions, like, and, and well, let me ask you this. Not we'll, we'll get to that, and you totally answer that. But whenever someone comes in, do, do you ever have a guy that says, "I want you to make me the coke can, dude"? I mean, oh, and yeah. that you have to say. Did you have to kind of counsel them into what they're setting themselves up for? And here's what I'm thinking, and this is going to sound terrible, but that meme that went around of that dude that you opened it up and this dude has this huge freaking schlong hanging out. I'm looking at that and I'm going, wow, man, that would be really, that's funny, but for us, for a mate, that, you're, that's Not terrible. realistic, probably. Right, that's not realistic. So do you, do you have to have those conversations, guys coming in and they're just so wrapped up and like, I don't care, this is what I want, that you have to say, hey, dude, or- is it just kind of like, or do most people have reasonable expectations? It, you, both ways, both ways. So one way I want to answer that is when we, when we counsel, mainly when my wife counsels, like I told you, the first time we try to do four, six, or eight injections at most, and that's the most we do at any one, given one time. There are people who do more than that on, the, on these knockoffs, and that's one of the reasons they, they have such bad outcomes. But we always tell patients or clients financially, in your mind, consider 14 to 16 syringes. Just get that in your mind. Now, you, you may get eight and be like, done. Spouse loves it. I love it. I'm good. Mm -hmm. But we all say financially, think 14 to 16 because we have never had not one time someone take less than 10. Okay. Not one time. Now, in my hands, the way I do it, I can get you probably at least one inch of girth with eight to 10 syringes. Not everybody can. I've, I've, and my chart doesn't even really show that. But statistically, I might need to change the chart because I can do that almost every single time, give or take. But we tell them to be prepared because once guys get it, they're like, I kind of want a little bit more because the way we inject, 
we kind of inject on the sides of the penis first so that when you look down, you see the width increase. That's what you want to see as a guy. You want to look down and go, okay, I'm yeah. see something. It, I, I got to tell a funny story. But it's the underside, the eight and four o'clock, that you can't see. So we don't do that first, but that's the moneymaker. That's one that really adds growth. For something about the bottom of the penis expands with the HA more. And you talk about that is where you really get some significant girth. And we typically do that on the second round because the guy doesn't see it, but the partner does. Mm. They see that and they're like, oh my God, that looks really good. The guy's like, what? You have to really look in the mirror to see that one or feel it or measure it yourself. It's really my wife that is the, is the protector of the guy, which is not what you probably would think. Mm. You probably think that my wife would be like, Oh, you need more. Oh, I'd probably go bigger. Yes, yeah, sometimes she does. But she's the one who really, a lot of times, will put me and the client and say, hey, whoa, whoa, wait. I know you guys want to go bigger, but have you asked your spouse yet? Mm -hmm. I think that looks pretty good. Or I know you're looking at that, but why don't we wait two weeks? Let's just think about it. And So she's kind of like the, the good angel on your shoulder mm -hmm. who's kind of looking at you going, that might be enough for a while. Yeah. Why don't you go play with that for a while? And I'm like, he wants a little bit more. He wants the Coke can. <laughs> no, on this particular guy, because a lot of times it has to be your body, your size. I mean, I mean, think about it. You get whatever size you want to, but sometimes, you know, it, it, you can oversize a guy based upon what he looks overall, his overall body size. Yep. And that sounds stupid, and we'll do whatever you want. But you can make a guy almost too big that it just, it kind of doesn't look great anymore. So yeah, we try to, you know, as much as we want to make the guy happy, you kind of have to also sometimes say, you know, that, that might be enough right now. That yeah. looks pretty dang good. The enemy of good is perfect sometimes. Yep. That looks pretty good. But it's funny, it's my wife who do, <laughs> who seems to do that more than I do, you know? Well, and that, that makes sense. That's one of the cool things about you guys being a team because yeah. she, uh, from a woman's perspective, exactly. is, that, that yeah. has, that's a very, very good, uh, Good indicator. You had a funny story. What was a funny story about somebody? Oh, that was it right there. Oh, okay. that I was, when you mentioned it a while ago, I was thinking that it's really, you're talking about size and how do you decide. I was, in my mind, I was thinking, it's funny. I remember it's really Michelle that will sit there and go, no, boys, y'all are, you're done for a while. Remember you wanted that sea do this summer? You're not going to get one if you keep doing, you know. You know. Women, always the voice of reason. Thank God we've always. got them. Thank always. God we've got them. All right. So talk about the cost. I got to believe this is, is this insurable? No, it's not. This is all cosmetic. This is no different than getting Botox or Restylane or Juvederm or anything like that, you know, or laser therapy. It's could probably get that changed at some point. I bet the legislature will change that at some point because I'm telling you, uh, you they're, they're, they're covering and so many things, and we won't get into a whole, whole ideological yeah. conversation, I promise. <laughs> but, you know, I'm sitting thinking about this. There, in, for the ladies out there that might be listening to this, and I do think this is important, really. There's, there's this kind of tongue-in-cheek, but seriously. Um, there is size does matter to the guy probably even more than you as far as the confidence. So I'm sort of thinking, yeah. well, you figure about all these things that become insurable because of the mental aspect that someone might be going through with regard to these, these uh, procedures that are happening right now. Um, and I'm telling you, this is one that's like we talked about when we're talking about ED. Yeah. I mean, it will just crush a man's spirit. And then you know, these, these poor guys that just, especially if you've got a wife that you can't satisfy sure. that, that in that, that area, I just, that's a heartbreaking situation for both parties. It and is. so, yeah. And so, all right, can you discuss the cost of this to prepare the audience? If there's somebody out there, do you want to ballpark or 
You handle that any way you want to. It's your business. Yeah, I mean, you know, my wife may come with this, but, but you know, ballpark. I mean, everyone's different across the country. There's, like I said, there's knockoff brands of this, but there's only seven, eight of us, seven of us, I think, who are really trained with Pareto on how to do this the correct way. Seven of us in the country could be eight, but I think there's seven of us actually. Um, and so everyone's pricing is going to be, you know, potentially where you live a little bit different, but surprisingly, they're all about the same. Most guys charge about $600 per syringe. If you go get, you know, any women who are listening to this, you know, good and well, you go get Juvederm or Versa, you know, hyaluronic acid put in your face. And guys, I'm sorry if you hear this and you're like, what? She's spending what? <laughs> what? But they're spending 1200 to $1,500 per syringe. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing 600, you know, but it also, you know, it's taken more syringes to get, you know, that girth, but yeah. yeah. And there's fluctuations in that. But still, I, I'll be honest with you. I had, I had no benchmark to compare to, but that still sounds pretty affordable considering again, what, what's going on and the sensitivity of it. Yeah. And then, and it, since it is kind of like Botox injections or something like that it is cosmetic. So they're, and you mentioned it, it's just a little topical cream beforehand. So they're awake during the whole procedure. Oh yeah. Talking the whole time. You, you, like my, my wife said, you know, y'all talked about it a while ago before we started this, you know, you, you find a lot of things to talk about while you're holding a man's junk and injecting them and you're trying to keep a straight face and she's sitting there going, well, how's your grandkids? How many do you have? Where do y'all live? How did y'all meet? You know and I'm sitting there, and so you really make these relationships with these, with these people, especially when you start FaceTiming every week, see yeah. how they're doing. You start really, you know, really learning about these people, and we, and and, and it, it's hilarious to find out who these people are and where they came from, their background. I'm sitting there all OCD. I'm like, would y'all shut up? I'm trying to focus on this one spot here, you know. <laughs> You know, I, I, I always tell Michelle and my clients that, you know, I almost failed pottery class. I can't make a vase. But I can make a penis. I mean, and, and that's not always the word I use, but, you know, we're on, but uh -huh. I sit there and I'm OCD. I'm in, I'm trying to make this one little area look better. I'm trying to focus. And I'm like, Michelle, would y'all stop? Can you see the angle? And she goes, yeah, it's a little lumpy there. So anyhow, so tell me about your son again. I'm like, and I'm sitting there, you know, trying to be as perfect as I can. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's kind of, it's this constant interplay between us, you know. All right. So I got a question for you. Circumcised versus non-circumcised. Does it, does it make a difference? No, we can do both. It's easier if you are circumcised. Okay. It, it, it'll, it, it's easier for some technical reasons because okay. you don't want to inject too far to the head of the penis until the very, very end because you really want to get the overall girth mapped out first. Because if you know, if guys, if you think about it, the, 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 most guys, there's a slight indentation at the end of the penis before you get to the head of the penis. And so you don't want this to look like a little turtle popping out of big giant sausage. I mean, right. and, and, and so there's some technique at the end where you want to just do some finesse at the end, a circumcision versus uncircumcised. It gets a little difficult sometimes on making sure you don't get too far at the end of the penis too early, but yeah, we can do both. Okay. Is there a cutoff age? I know you said that that's one of the things that Michelle was talking about. She was surprised at some of the older guys that are coming in for this. And like we talked about when we first started, I mean, God bless. I hope that, I hope one of my concerns whenever I'm in my seventies is, man, if I could only make this thing a little bigger, you know, I hope that that's the things I'm worrying about. Um, is there a, a cutoff age, either young, I guess it has to be, you gotta be at least 18 or whatever, or whatever the legal age is to make this sort of decision or you're too old to where it's like, yeah, we just won't do it. Or is it just. No, so on the top end, there's no, I mean, we did seven, 70, 77 or something like that. 
I mean, well, there's no anesthetic, right? That there's dude's no a risk. Badass. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, I was like, hats off. I mean, it looked good too. Oh. I'm like, like, I'm not just patting myself in the back, but I'm like, his penis looks good. I mean, like, wow. I mean, he looks real good, like 20 year old good, maybe better. But um, but there's no there's no there's no general anesthesia. There's no sedation, so there's no risk. Yeah, right? they're sitting okay. there wide awake talking right now. The only low end of it is, I, I probably would not go less than 21. Now. Paul Perito Mammy told a very funny story and, and you got he's got a very raspy voice. So anything he says is 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 very funny. He could do a talk show. He really if you ever watch his, his podcast or his videos, he's actually very funny to listen to and watch. He's got an interesting voice. And he told me, uh, Michelle me once a story one time where he early on he wasn't too particular about asking for age, you know. I think this kid was like eighteen or nineteen years old and and he came in and got two or three times and dropped you know, several thousand dollars, you know, a lot of money gives penis. He had taken his mom's credit card to do this without, without her knowing, you know, and she saw the credit card bill. I think she actually called him or something, though, and said, hey, you know, and he's like, dude, well, I'm so, he came with a credit card. I don't know whose credit card it was. So, yeah, we, we try to watch that, you know, make sure they're 21 and they're on their own and, you know, not bar, stealing or borrowing their parents' credit card for this. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, man, I mean, this was one of the most unusual episodes that we've done. But I mean, I wanted to talk about this because I think it is it it is serious business. And again, for for dudes that are struggling with their confidence, or if couples are struggling in this department, sure. um, Now, let me one question though. I I keep getting more as I think I might have covered everything. Has there ever been a time, and is there a way? What if you go overboard? Wife says, "Great question. We got we got out we got out of hand. This is not comfortable." Is there a way to resolve that issue? Yeah, we hate that. So, you know, every once in a while, I was talking a while ago about trying to hit the end of the penis kind of at the end. Sometimes the hyaluronic acid will migrate towards the end a little bit. And mm-hmm. we do what's called modeling. It takes a while for that HA to totally set up. It feels like a tube of toothpaste, literally. When I inject it and, and I, I take alcohol swabs to kind of, you know, get some, you know, not, not lubricant, but it moistens it so I can slide my fingers. When I squeeze it, it feels like I am squeezing a tube of toothpaste is what it feels like. And that's how you model it so that it's smooth all the way down the shaft of the penis. That's how you do it. And you can do that for several weeks as you keep building on it. That's, you cannot do it with silicone. But sometimes the HA has minds of its own, and it wants to gravitate towards the M. And so I keep modeling that back if I have to. Keep modeling it, a little model here and there. It's not usually not that big of a deal. Sometimes it sets up a little too early. And you get this little nodule. Mm-hmm. And so we inject hyaluronidase or, or Hylinex. So it's the same enzyme your body produces, but it's made by a company. And so we take just, I mean, I'm talking like a, a TB syringe, an insulin syringe, like 0.1 units on a, on a TB syringe and just lightly inject that area and it dissolves it. Wow. Now, if a guy really comes in and says, hey, you know, um, and we've had this happen once. It usually doesn't, but one guy, he said, yeah, my, I got those extra syringes and, and, she didn't know I came and did that, and she doesn't like it. And we had to take down some of his girth, but and you hate doing it because they, you know, they paid for that that hyaluronic acid. And now we have to knock it down. So yes, in short, you can you can decrease the size, but that's only happened one time. That that's not a common problem. Right, right. Well, it's kind of like I, and I'm thinking about the conversation that the spouses must have. It's kind of like if a woman is going to get her breast done, and you know, and I think there, and I know you're not a plastic surgeon. You don't do that, but um, I think that that 
but plastic surgeon, maybe I just, I heard this word. They say, go a little, go one size bigger than you think or something like that. Right. Because it's generally, you're going to, you're going to want a little bit more and, you know, but sometimes husband can say, no, why don't we go ahead and get that, you know, whatever larger size. Um, but I would think that getting that just right would be even more important because again, it's one you look at the other, there's, there's two that are going to, you know, enjoy, enjoy that. So having to get it right. Okay. Well, that's why we, and I say, I always tell people, you know, we've had guys that come in and and they get 12 and they're fine or 14, but we always tell them financially consider 16, two rounds or roughly two rounds because I've never had someone take less than 10. Now, that being said, you know, I would always say, you know, go bigger because every guy gets it and they always tend to want a little bit more, mm-hmm. but it depends on the, them and their spouse. But the beauty about it is, remember, it's a scaffold and you're, you're building on this as you go. You can stop anytime you want to. If you get 16 syringes and you're like, we're happy with that. We're good with that, except we'll get a little touch up when the time comes. We'll contact you. Okay. You know, four months down the road, six months down the road, guy may call and say, yeah, we, we kind of want to increase the width or the height a little bit more. And so, okay, you can start and stop when you want. You can come back in two years later. That's the beauty. It, it's, it's not a one size fit all type thing. Yeah. You get what you want when you want it. That's awesome. All right. And yeah. we, we may have talked about this the first, but I don't think we did. Whenever I go in for my initial procedure, how long is that going to take? If I'm, if I'm coming to see you and I'm just like, all right, let's do this. Right. How long does it take? And, and will I be out for the day or is it going to be just, um, you know, no, no, it's, it's like getting Botox and you're fine after you leave the office. You just can't have sex for like 72 hours or whatever the. Yeah. The great question. So you can have a shower or bathe 24 hours later, sex, not for three, for three days. Um, but as far as like the, the initial consultation visit, yeah, the first time you need to consider about 30 to 40 minutes. Now that's a long time. It's not that the procedure actually takes that long, but we're trying to get to know the person. Sure. We have consent forms to read over and sign, and we talk about it and kind of set you up. Because the first time you come in there, you kind of know what's going on, but you really don't know what's going on. So the first visit is considered at least 30 to 40 minutes because we're trying to get to know you, make sure you've, you know, you're you okay, talk to you. My wife's sitting there, hey, how you doing? You know, Most guys aren't that anxious about it, but the first visit's going to take longer because it's something new. And, and we want to talk about it, and I really explain what we're doing, the thought process the theory, why can't you get all 20 units at one time? That's what you want. Well, here's the reason why. The subsequent visits are usually a whole lot quicker, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But the problem is, like I said, you get to know these guys. And so next thing you know, I'm looking at my watch going, okay, we've been here for 30 minutes with this guy. It only took 15 minutes. That's because my wife and I are just interacting. Mm-hmm. Hey, you went on that trip. You had to skip a week. How was your vacation? So, but Consider about 15, 30 minutes for the most bit, okay. most time. And then once I once I get the procedure, that's going to do, how long are the shots going to take? Oh, procedure, I can do a procedure in 10, 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can okay. do it quick. But remember, I'm, I'm OCD about it. I do it a lot slower than some of the other guys that are trained because I really, really take my time doing it. Like yeah. I said, I can't make a vase, but I can make a penis look good, man. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that or not. but So I, I probably go a little bit slower than most people. You know, I've, I've heard that physicians that were uh, raised in Northeast Texas tend to be really, you know, they, that's, that's kind of their specialty. You know, the Texarkana boys, you just have these really <laughs> odd gifts. So I'm I one of them. I guess that's, that's your gift. All right. So how can people find you, you and Michelle? And, uh, is, is it, you know, website, all that stuff. We can now give that out now. We couldn't do that last time. Right? No, so, we couldn't do it last time. So no, I was kind of had my hands tied. How do they reach you? 
So, uh, so it's Clay Williams, and Michelle Williams. It's elite enhancement of East Texas. Um, but we, we have an office in Dallas. We have an office in Texarkana and we would do all these procedures, uh, enhance texas.com. Okay. And I'll put that in the show notes. EnhanceTexas.com is the website. It's up. It's running. We we didn't have that last time either. And we talked. We've got it now. It's beautiful. Still a few little tweaks on it, but it looks great. There's some before and after pictures on it. We're about to load up some of our before and after pictures on it. I think those are the, some of the ones that Pareto's done. There's a couple that we've done there on there. Um, we're on Facebook, about to start YouTube videos and, and, and stuff, webinar. We're on Instagram. Uh, the email is info at enhancedtexas.com, yeah. info at enhancedtexas.com. And the number is 903-732-2005. Perfect. And be sure and text all that to me, your email. Yeah, I will. Way so I that will. I can put it in the show notes. And folks, if you have any questions, reach out to Claire and Michelle. And I know, I know both these folks, uh, personally, and I know Michelle is a sweetheart and I'm sure will answer any questions non-judgmentally. That's not what this is about. And I know it was a random episode, but to me, this is an incredibly important topic. And and frankly, I just want to satisfy my curiosity. I mean, I, this is it's crazy, you, isn't it? it? Yeah, you're uh, you're heading into a frontier that I've never I've never walked into, man. So it's kind of like, wow, this is a I'm like a lot of these people. Wow, this is a real thing. Yeah, that are people yeah. doing so. And I, and it's funny because like I said, it's my wife's my company. We've been wanting to do this forever. And you know, it's funny you start something like this. You start having little debates, like okay, shoot my you know Michelle's like, well, I don't know if my picture should be on the on the website. I'm like, why? She goes. Well, because, you know, you're the doctor. I go, I know, but it's our business. It's yours and my, in fact, in fact, she's the one who brought it back up to me. She goes, is it time for us to fulfill this, this dream that we've had a while ago? I go, maybe. I said, but the second reason is you're in the room when I do this. You're answering the phone calls. They need to put a name, a face, your voice. You're doing 90% of the business. You know, you're doing the finances, you're doing the talking, the scheduling. I'm just the technician. I'm just making the penis bigger i said but it's really she's the she's the bulk of the of the of, of the company the practice i mean without her it would be there's no way i could do this without her she's the best uh sidekick ever and maybe i'm tonto and she's really the lone ranger maybe that's how it is but also i don't want any guy to be kind of freaked out that there's a woman in the room i mean she is a licensed nurse with a bachelor's degree but you have to understand she like for the for the you know for the uh, discussion we had a while ago, even that was you know very comical. You know, she's the voice of reason. She's sitting there looking. She goes, "I think you missed a spot." Are you serious? Oh yeah, you're right. She's looking. She's talking, making the guy comfortable, getting the information, going over the procedures. Hey, we'll get back with you. Well, in a week. What day is good for you? What what time of night do you want to FaceTime? She does all that. So her being in the room with me is 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 you can't do without it so if anybody's freaked out about you know her being there don't she you want her in the room she's holding your hand she's talking you through it without her it would i just know i could do this by myself so don't freak out that she's in the room women make us better dude they do they just do so it makes a lot of sense to me all right clay dude thanks for this conversation <laughs> brother i'm glad to uh to have had it and if there's anything i can do to support you anytime there's new techniques or whatever and if you know, who knows, maybe one time we'll have some, uh, some client of yours that's, uh, courageous enough to come on here. And I that, hope so. That would be, I, be I, awesome. I'd love to talk to him about it. So all right, brother, appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Well, that does it for this episode of the Jason Wright show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Texas Titan media production. Fourth wall did the music and as always, 
Thank you so much for listening. Please consider going out to jasonrightnow.com and signing up for the Vitruvian Letter. Also, please go out to iTunes. It takes like 30 seconds to just leave us a five-star rating. It does wonders for the podcast. I would be so grateful. And with that, until we meet again, go crush it and endeavor to improve always in all ways. I'm out. Thank you.